0: DrLisaO.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An Ironic Media Production. Visit us at I R O M I C K Media.com. Hey, everybody. I just finished recording this podcast with Dr. Kira Barr, who is a dermatologist out of the state of Washington. For those of you around here in Michigan, she's a University of Michigan grad and did her four years of residency here as well in Ann Arbor. So it was pretty cool to find that little connection when she found out that I'm here local in the Ann Arbor area. But we decided to talk a little bit about our skin and how our stress levels can affect our skin. You'll see that we dig deep into this because we're all, again, in 2020, seeing stress levels that a lot of us haven't experienced in several decades. And it might be wreaking havoc on our skin, actually. But she made a comment at the end of the podcast that I thought was just brilliant and beautiful. And I think of it as kind of the title for this entire podcast is that our skin is the role model of resilience. It transforms, it shifts, think of everything it goes through, especially as we have babies, etc. And thinking of the resilience of what our skin is or what our body is. And she gives some really great words of wisdom. So take a listen. Hey there, rock star. I'm Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant you. Are you ready? Let's do this. everybody. I am Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I am so glad that you are here joining me today. I have a fabulous guest with me. This is Dr. Kira Barr, and I just found out some really fun stuff. She's a graduate of the University of Michigan, so go blue, (laughs) because a lot of you know that I'm also in the Ann Arbor area. So she spent eight years of her life here in Ann Arbor, but she's a dermatologist, and she also did her residency here in Ann Arbor. Um, But she is... A chocolate and coffee loving mama to two raisin teens, who is also a highly sought after health and wellness expert. She's a global speaker, best selling author of The Skin Whisperer, and a dual board certified dermatologist. Blending science and soul, she created the skinny dipping method to help high achieving women break up with the person they think they are and be more of them in their lives and business. I love that. As the creator and chief empowerment officer of the Resilient Health Institute, she blends her medical expertise and her own health journey to bring a unique approach and compassion to her work. Supporting her client's journey towards self-discovery and self-love, she is on a mission to redefine beauty. So she's been featured in all sorts of different national TV, radio, and podcasts, as well as other different outlets, including Mind Body Green, Reader's Digest, Glamour, Self, and Oprah Magazine. So welcome, Dr. Barr. Thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you. I think we were joking that this was
1: our 18th try, but you know... <laughs>
0: We're here. (laughs) We have both had internet issues. So here we are. We're actually recording on a Saturday because everybody's lives right now. I'll just state like when we're recording, this is in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic in the United States. And so now we've got people working from home. We have students at home. We have everybody on the internet and yeah, the 150 other times we've tried to do this. No, it's really only been three times, I think. Yeah. So let's deep dive in. Let's talk about skin and our health and the outward signs of what's happening on our skin and what might be happening on the inside. So I'm gonna give you the floor.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that is the overall arching point that what shows up on your skin is really an invitation to understand what's happening in the body. And especially now, I think some people may be experiencing things on their skin, breakouts, flares of eczema psoriasis that they haven't experienced in quite some time. And there's a lot of good reasons for that. Doesn't make it any less frustrating, (laughs) but um, given that life has turned upside down and we may not have access to the kinds of foods that we normally are used to eating or, you know, our emotional barometer is going a little crazy. So that can also impact
0: the skin as well. So you had said a lot of doctor's visits are skin related, right? Yeah. What are some of the issues that people, you just said that with rosacea, eczema, psoriasis and all of that. Let's deep dive into that because I, I mean, the skin is, it's so important, especially as females, right? (laughs) I think we're always worried about what's happening on the outside of our skin. So let's talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I think it's so important. Your skin as your largest organ, it's the first thing that people see and in our society that is so driven by appearance. And I mean, the beauty industry is a $500 billion industry. And I think as women, especially, we feel a pressure to look a certain way that everything should be Instagram, perfect picture. And that can create a lot of emotional distress when our skin doesn't look a certain way. There are so many common skin conditions, acne, rosacea, psoriasis, eczema, that affect so many people. There's a lot of more rare conditions as well, but those the, the ones that I mentioned are usually the ones that bring people into the doctor's office uh, because they're so visible and they can be physically uncomfortable as well.
0: So how, what is the role of stress in, in this? Because like you said, I, and I've even seen some of my friends, I've seen it with myself, where they're having flare-ups of psoriasis, like you just said, they haven't seen it in 25 years, and all of a sudden they're seeing these issues right now because stress levels are out of control.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. It is kind of a two-way street. So when we think about stress, we typically think of a top-down approach. If people are familiar with the HPA axis, the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis, where there's some sort of trigger and hormones are triggered and released and then circulated throughout the body, and, and then that may result in uh, exacerbation, a cortisol level goes up that may trigger, especially with acne, that may trigger your oil glands to secrete more oil, which is one of the contributing factors to acne in addition to um, dead skin cells, bacteria, and then the inflammation that ensues. And what's interesting and what most people don't necessarily appreciate is that you have the same mechanism, that same HPA access in the skin itself. So it's not just your stress and your skin flares, it's, it's your skin flares and then your stress. And it's like this vicious cycle. So it's really a dynamic process. So when we are, especially in a time like now, we may feel things are out of control. Our stress levels are increasing. Our cortisol levels are increasing. It's shifting the balance of our other hormones and triggering inflammation, as well as, as I mentioned, things like uh, stimulation of your oil glands, conditions can get flared. Also, stress has an impact on decreasing the integrity of your skin barrier. So dryness and other things that are impacted by skin barrier like eczema. We know that a decrease in the skin barrier um, is one of the contributing factors to flares of eczema as well.
0: Wow. I didn't even realize that. So definitely we, we need to get our cortisol under control because it really is impacting our skin.
1: That. And, you know, if I can appeal to as we get older, uh, our vanity, you know, people are spending um, a gajillion dollars on anti aging serums and regimens. And thankfully, you know, right now, aesthetic dermatology is not considered essential, but people are spending, pardon my language, a shit ton of money on Botox and fillers. Um, And really, what the biggest, some of the biggest contributors to aging are sun exposure. So hopefully you're getting outside, but you need to protect yourself because the sun is going to not just cause DNA damage, but it breaks down your collagen and your elastin, which give your skin that structure um, and that youthful appearance, but also stress breaks down um, the cortisol, breaks down your collagen. Not only does it break it down, it interferes with production of new collagen. So, um, Stress, getting our stress into it, there's no way to get rid of it. Um, Absolutely not. And that's unrealistic to think it. But if we can find ways to help harness it, um, that's going to be your best anti aging secret ever.
0: So, what are some ways that you uh, help coach your clients and helping to uh, help them calm their mind?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's not easy. Listen, I'm not saying that like I've got this all dialed in. I still have my freak out moments. But I think the first and foremost is having compassion for yourself, um, which isn't always easy, but acknowledge like this shit is hard. Um, and life is um, not like we knew it before. And, and it's just allowing the emotions rather than trying to resist them. When we think it should not be this way, that I should be, you know, I don't know if you've been <laughs> Turning into social media when people are like, "Oh, I've learned like five languages. I've organized my drawers, I'm making a you know like five figure business like every week. And I'm like, really, some of us are just taking a shower and brushing our teeth,
0: <laughs> making and, sure my pants still fit. <laughs>
1: um, you know, like cleaning up the dog crap that because my dog is stressed out now and like my house is a mess. like ah, oh! and just literally allowing yourself to have the moment, like this is hard. That's my number one <laughs> tip. Yeah. Is it just acknowledge yourself? Just we beat us women and we beat ourselves up so badly. And if my if if you were to say to me, Kira, I'm really having a hard time, I'd be like, Oh my god, of course! Like I'm here for you. I don't feel bad about that, right? But when it's ourselves, we're like, You stupid! Whatever! You should be like getting your act together. And I think um, that's probably one of the things that just drives our stress up more. It's just resisting what is. Right. So I think you know one of the biggest things is just helping people see that you know you wouldn't talk to your best friend that way. You wouldn't talk to your child that way. So why are you talking to yourself that way?
0: I love it. Yeah. I see it so often, right? And uh that's one of my lines that I'll tell people like if we spoke to our best friend the way that we speak to ourselves, like we would have no friends. No <laughs> friends. Totally. <laughs> So, but, but it is, it's right now we've got to, because you think of just all of the roles and especially as women that everybody is playing right now. Like if we're working from home and maybe we were working somewhere else and now we're working at home, but now we're also a homeschooling mom for maybe four different grades or two different grades. And then we're trying to make sure we still have groceries and food on the table and, and everything else. Cause the kids are here eight hours a day now when they were in school eating and, now they're here, you know, it's just it's right. all of this extra stress and we have to realize we're actually doing okay. Like getting through the day is a win.
1: <laughs> I 100% agree. And I think that's the other thing that has been really, um, it's so simple and yet it can have such a profound effect. Like we're here talking and hopefully whoever is listening or watching, remember that you're here listening and watching. Like in this moment, regardless of what happened in the past, what, regardless of what's about to happen in the future, we have no control over that but in this moment, you're breathing, you have internet, we're together and if you can just you know put your hand on your heart or wherever it feels you know grounding, put your feet on the ground like in this moment you're okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: And just to breathe into that and um, I don't know, I've found that that just that reminder of just remembering to be in this moment that in this moment I'm safe, in this moment I'm okay.
0: I do
1: love that. It's like, all right, all of a sudden everything else diffuses and you're like, okay, well maybe then in the next moment, I'm still going to be okay. And the next moment after that, I'm still going to be okay. And it's just little, just little by little, like we have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea when this lockdown thing is going to end and we have no control over that, but we have the control over how we choose to be in our own bodies, how we choose to be um, in this moment. and that's really empowering and can help diffuse a lot of the disease I have found in, you know, so many people, if they can just remember that one thing.
0: Okay. I love it. And just the gratitude of what is now. And like you had just said, to be grateful for, hey, we have this internet. Hey, we have, you know, the sunshine is shining today in Michigan, which is a huge thing, right? So, um, and just. It sets the tone for the entire day. That's the one thing I tell my patients before you even get out of bed. Three things, three things that you're grateful for, right? Set the tone for the day. Yeah. So let's Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let's talk a little bit about um brain aspect and that on the skin then too. I know we talked about the HPA. So obviously, if stress levels are out of control, we're gonna start seeing some different like different um skin impacts. What uh-huh. else would you see with, with patients? So um
1: I think it, it, when we are stressed out, right, it also impacts our sleep. Mm-hmm. And so sleep is also, you know, you always hear the old adage like, get your beauty sleep, but it is so, so true. It is not just for vanity. We know that sleep impacts our immunity. Um, and especially with regards to skin health, as we're heading into warmer weather, the fascinating thing is that when we sleep, we generate two major hormones. Like cortisol and melatonin, are always um, they're they're opposite, but but they help balance each other out. When we're stressed, those cortisol levels go up, and melatonin, which is generated when we sleep, it goes down. And melatonin is probably one of the most potent antioxidants that our own body generates. And it's fascinating for skin health because it helps. Repair the DNA damage that you get from environmental stressors, from UV exposure, from air pollution, um, and um, so when we don't sleep, those repair mechanisms are impaired. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not able to function at their optimal level, and we know that the ultraviolet light that we're exposed to every single day, even where you and I live, where the clouds, you know, we don't have the best weather, 80% of ultraviolet rays are still getting through those clouds. And so um, we we are still incurring damage to our skin um, on a daily basis. So getting your sleep is so important to be able to create that supply of um, protection, that you need, and most of us, you know, we're, I know for me, we're we're on our we're on our screens, and and we're on them not just into the day, but into the night, and that blue light is really interfering with the brain signaling um, to trigger brain like okay, now it's time to rest, turn on the production of the melatonin, and so um, and then stress exacerbates that too. So there's just this constant flux, and then that shows up on your skin as you know, puffy skin, dark circles under your eyes, and also lines and wrinkles over time because your body doesn't have the um, inherent supply of antioxidants to help repair the damage that's being done.
0: So that's a huge thing, especially when you're waking up with the puffy eyes and all of that. And then everybody goes and buys all of the, the bajillion dollars of makeup creams and all of that. But yeah. instead, if we just really took control of our health, <laughs> we might not need all of it,
1: huh? Right. It's true. And at the same time, I don't want people thinking like, to beat themselves up for not doing that right right now it is hard to sleep but you know just putting on cover-up or makeup isn't it's a band-aid solution and if you need to get on camera do it and in fact i love cover fx um cover up it's pretty clean it's vegan like i there, there are products i would recommend but the bottom line is to prioritize you and your health and you know just popping some melatonin isn't going to do the trick. It's really eating a diet that's rich in antioxidants, making sure you have your magnesium and your, you know, your B vitamins in order to facilitate sleeping well. So it's multifactorial, but also know, like start where you are Mm -hmm. and then, you know, work backwards. So it's not just um, a a quick fix or short-term solution. It's like getting sleep over the long-term.
0: Right. No, I love that. And that's what I see that a lot with patients. They're like, well, I'll just take melatonin for this. And then they end up dependent on melatonin, just like they would be taking, you know, a sleep medication too. I'm like, well, that's not really the route we want to go. So I love the fact that you just said, let's look at the diet and let's start adding the nutrients into the diet. So that way your body can make its own melatonin, right? Like, that's what we want to do. Absolutely. So what are the three M's that you use with your clients and helping your mood and your skin?
1: Three M's, and I, I, I'm sure like I shared that now, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> because I do tell, So, I think the, the biggest things are um, moving your body uh, is so important. And for me personally, um, I have found that to be incredibly helpful while I've been at home, sheltering in place. Like, I live on an island, there isn't much around me, but I get up every morning. And so, just like you, Before I even get out of bed, I will say my three things I'm grateful for. And um, I put on my workout clothes right away. I mean, right, we have that luxury at the moment where no one's really judging what you're wearing. So you could just, you know, put on your workout clothes. And then I get out and get moving. Um, It really breaks up the monotony. It helps release those feel good endorphins. Um, So that's, I think, number one is moving your body and not to. Burn calories. It's not to try and do anything in a certain way. It's actually just to do something that makes your body feel good.
0: I love that. And that's the thing, yeah. too, is like, you know, the fact that we have this shelter in place and we don't know how long it was. When for us originally, when it started here, it was two weeks. And so I kept telling everybody, I'm like, hey, it takes, you know, how many days to make a habit? I've heard what, 21 days, 28 days, six weeks. It's, everybody throws out their own number. But I'm like, let's make sure we're creating really good habits. And mm-hmm. now I'm seeing that I think we are two months in. I don't even know what day it is anymore. But so we're now rolling into 60 days into this and I'm double checking with people because what they started out with good habits have now turned into, I'm like, we don't want those to set in as a bad habit, right? So it's like, let's do a recheck. Let's see where we're at. And if it is just getting up and moving first thing in the morning, yeah, let's start doing that again versus whatever other habit that they had created in the midst of all of this, right?
1: And the other thing, too, when you're sitting all day, like I'm in front of my computer all day, is just, um, thankfully, I, I'm wearing my aura ring, and it tracks my sleep and other things, but it also puts reminders on my phone, like, time to stretch your legs, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I've actually been sitting on my duff for a couple hours, and just... Little thing, just getting up, walking around, um, and getting that blood flowing, and it's a change of state. It's like you're focused. You might be stressed. Something's not working out very well with whatever's happening online, internet issues. But you get up and you move. It literally just changes your your state of mind, and that's kind of one of the second things is your mindset and your frame of mind, and and really taking an inventory um, of what's happening in there. It is a very busy place. Um, <laughs> And when we are not um, kind of, I guess, mindful or, or conscious of the thoughts that we're having, a lot of them are very judgy and are very negative. Um, and, and taking that time to appreciate what is truth and what is just, you know, your thoughts about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that may be keeping you stuck and, and kind of leaning into some of the habits that, that may not be serving your best interest right now.
0: I love that. What is truth? That's a big one. It's a big one for, I think, all women struggle with that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, for me personally, I've been going through a lot of, like, ups and downs and wondering, like, what is, like, what what do I want to be true for me mm-hmm. um, going forward or even in this moment? Like, who, who do I want to be? And sometimes wallowing in my own shit and self-pity, like, that's not who I want to be, but I find myself and it's like, that's it. Like, just catching that is that really true? Is Mm -hmm. that really, is that really who you are? Or is that just a thought that you're entertaining right now? And most of the time it's just a thought I'm entertaining. And Mm -hmm. I just have to, again, have some compassion for myself and appreciate that this is hard. It's hard for everybody. um, And just take a deep breath and press restart.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's the truth. Like it's a daily routine I think for all of us right now.
1: Sometimes it's hourly, right? Oh my like, gosh. Or moment to moment. And I think, you know, I was, I was really, you know, I know I didn't make up this term, but comparanoia where you are looking online and you're comparing and then you're nervous, you're not doing something right. And I think especially those of us who, um, high achieving, you're driven, you're, you're, you have certain expectations. Um, a lot of us have imposter syndrome. Think even despite accomplishing things, you feel like you're never doing it right. Um, and you have to constantly remind yourself, stop looking. You have no idea what is actually behind the scenes for them. Like, just focus on your own mind. Just focus yes. on you. Like, nothing else matters. Um, it doesn't make it easier, but it's like a constant, like, like having a puppy, like, just you got to rein it in. You got to rein yourself in. You got to rein your brain in.
0: <laughs> focus on you. <laughs> but it is. It, it, like, and that was one of the best memes that I saw in the middle of this is that where it was, it, Where how did they word it? Like, if you aren't coming out of this with a side hustle. It wasn't that you lack discipline. It was whatever it was like the whole thing. And it was like, no, time out. Like if you're not coming out of this with a side hustle, maybe means like you're okay. Like, you know, we all didn't have to come out of this with 18 new things. It was maybe getting through this was enough, right? Like and it was like because we all are doing eighteen hundred things out there that we weren't doing before, trying to just take care of our homes. Like so okay. it is. It's recognizing and um really being true to yourself, being A okay exactly with in right. here. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like not looking around and being like, oh I didn't I think as earlier we were talking about it's like I didn't learn 10 new languages. I don't have 10 new side hustles. My kids are not, you know, um, acing their school. I'm lucky. I've got two kids. One's in private school. One is, um, public school. The private school kid is on a curriculum. She's fine. The, public school kid this public school to their credit they're trying to do stuff but it's just not working he thinks he's on vacation and I don't necessarily have the bandwidth to micromanage him so I just get I threw my hands up I was like listen if he flunks out which he won't but if he flunks right. out I'm like what he gets to be home with me for an extra year Ooh, mama's boy like I'm excited okay <laughs> but there's a, it's a way there's no bad scenario I get to have my children at home with me longer like right. Whatever, just cut yourself some slack.
0: Yeah. And how often, like this, in the truth of all of this, in the midst of coronavirus, how many of us have said, maybe at the end of 2019 or when, like, I know I said it, I would just love to have two weeks at home and not have to do anything, right? Like, I know we all have said it at some point. And I was like, we all had that opportunity, right? <laughs> so it was nice to be able to be like, wow, I can't go to my office today you know, to, to yeah. realize those type of things. So really mm-hmm. making the best out of the situation. And, and if our skin sort of flares through this, it's okay. And we recognize why it's happening and we yeah. know what to do to shift it.
1: Yeah. And I think that's such an important point. So this is a snapshot in time mm-hmm. and your skin is constantly evolving. It's constantly changing every 28 days, skin cells turn over. Um, this is not your forever. And think about like, I always love to um, share the metaphor that your skin is probably the role model for resilience. It gets stretched as we um, give, you know, we gain weight, we have kids, we cut it, we bruise it, it heals. And we too are going to, we are being stretched beyond our comfort zones. We are being asked to do things we have never been asked to do. And we are resilient, we are doing the best we can, and it may not bounce back to exactly the same way it was before. Um, but this is going to be a growth opportunity and learning experience. And again, if your skin is going nutso, again, just try and breathe, there are, so, there are solutions. Um, that's what I help people with, but, but also acknowledge that this is just a moment and you will heal and you will get through this. So
0: I love that. I almost want to put that. It's gonna be your title. Your skin is a role model of resilience. Like yeah. that is beautiful with everything we go through as women with our bodies, our skin mm-hmm. does bounce back. How beautiful is that.
1: Yeah. And and another just to add on to that, you know, with our skin, we we put on clothes, we adorn it with makeup and jewelry. Um and and you get to take it off as well, but it's constantly like you are evolving and you get to be various different versions of yourself at any point in time and you get to choose. So use this as an opportunity, like, Mm -hmm. who, who do you want to be today? What do you want to dress up as? What do you want to, you know, who are you evolving into? And that is constantly changing. So who you thought you were before COVID might not be who you want to be coming out of it. And that is your freedom. Like, that's exciting.
0: I love it. Where can they find more information about you?
1: Yeah. So, I'm not as active on social media. I'm, I'm, I'm learning, but uh, on Instagram at Dr. Kira Barr, at my website, drkirabarr.com, Facebook. So, those are pretty much the places.
0: Well, thank you so much. It was so great connecting with you today. And this is definitely fun. going to help so many women with their soul right now, I'm sure. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. My pleasure. It was super fun.